Can you hear that when I move the laptop at all? I did a little bit, but it's fine. The AI okay. will oh, pick God. It, get rid of it. The AI will rule us all. Oh my God, Jeff! I don't know if you've been keeping up, but boy, we're we're about to become the 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 foremost AI podcast. Oh God, we've done too many episodes of those. Actually, no, we're about to become the foremost toilet podcast. No, I am not letting you have that episode again. I let you have one, and I just oh, that was such a uncomfortable hey, podcast to listen to hey we could we could do another ranker list day i want to do the i want to do the um the action heroes one. Oh yeah yeah i'm down all right well anyway <laughs> i don't even think did I, I yeah no i haven't yet it's you know the drill no. with sam and ruts and today's special guest jeff roth oh that's me i guess you, know, you know him you love him we love him we know him and yes, yes, you do. So it's, it's only been about sixty. Uh, I was about, about sixty episodes since it's been on. So we figured we'd bring him back. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Every every sixty, I'll come back. Yeah, I wonder how many episodes you have recorded with us. That's that'd be an interesting thing to check. Three, four, five. Yeah. That area, something like that. I would say no, probably more. Four, I would five. I would think like close to ten or more. You know what? While while you uh, introduce the episode, I will look. Okay, Let's have why? the AI tell us. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we 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 criticize uh, AI on this podcast. We don't we don't partner with it. Um, I mean, okay, there are developments with that, but I'm not getting into that on the podcast. I'm just saying. Oh, oh developments. <laughs> developments. <laughs> wait, 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 just really quickly. Sidebar: Are you saying developments in terms of things we're going to talk about, or developments? No, no. In terms of things that I'm doing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my don't, god. Don't okay, worry about what? it. Well, Rutz is uh, going to abandon any part of human parts that he has left and fully becoming a robot. That's you've heard it here on first in the podcast. Oh God, no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, we do have a topic today. Today's topic is you guys have probably all seen it already, but if you haven't, we all saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, so of course we got to talk about it. Yep, that's right. Um and and, and, and I'll pre- and I'll, I'll do want to preface this because I know you guys you know it, I guess in this kind of situation you are a bit nerdier than I am okay but I'm on the preface this and saying I had a I was a a movie junkie this week oh and well I I went and saw three movies this week that's the most I've spent at a movie theater in a long time okay and right on. The Mario movie was the worst of the three I saw this week. Whoa! Just wow, you're just you're just oh, promoting so, this episode. So you so you saw John Wick and no, I saw John Wick weeks ago. So I I took I was like I took uh, I took Sam's recommendation from last ep- uh, last or one of the last two episodes. I went and saw Megan. Oh, okay. okay. Megan was yeah. really good. Really, yeah. Enjoyed you it. know what? I'm glad yeah. that that was a good movie. And you know what? Megan is definitely better than the Super Mario Brothers movie for and, sure. And then I went and saw Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, I, I wonder how that has, is. It has no reason being that good. Just gonna put I, it that way. 
Okay, so you are front-loading it, but you're also kind of leaving it ambiguous. Because those are two... I mean, I, I didn't see the Dungeons & Dragons movie, but I've heard it's good. And obviously, Megan is a fantastic... Just ha Jeff, have you seen Megan? I have not yet. All right, well, that's your rec for the week. Check out <laughs> Thank <Megan>. you. <laughs> those, but, are, those are three completely different audiences that were... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the Mario movie, but I'm saying, for my experience, it was the worst of the three. That's you know what that's fair enough. I mean I yeah. I uh, I can't speak on Dungeons and Dragons. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I could see that. Be well, anyway, um, as as Rutz somewhat, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, as you said, which is semi true that we're you know we're nerds. I, I think it's debatable as to who's the biggest nerd in this trio, Mister Anime Junkie. But anyway, um, <laughs> in this context, all right. We're, we're, in this context. We're nerds of a different nature, I think. Exactly. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think in, in, in for this movie, this is more of a Jeff and me thing because I think, I think, I think I'm, it's, I don't think I'm incorrect in saying that Jeff and I are the biggest Mario fans on this podcast, in this podcast recording right now. <laughs> I would agree. Um, <laughs> Rutz, I don't like... I feel like we've talked about Mario, and I know you've played Mario games, right? Like, you're not a huge yeah. platformer, but you played them all. I, w like, I, I, will, them, right? I will say, um, I think one of the reasons why I was a little disappointed, and it's only because, you know, obviously, they, they fit in a lot of what they, they, really you know, did. What they could. They really did. But it, there was no nod to my favorite um, Mario game. I guess it could be argued, you know, the big, or not the big twist, but the whole, you know, last Mario's missing, isn't it? That's your favorite Mario game. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> I love Mario is missing. Mario Paint. <laughs> Mario Paint is a vibe, though. Mario Paint yeah. is actually, yeah, that's a, that's a fun yes. time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but, what's... Um, Super Mario RPG. That makes sense. That that totally makes sense. That by far, you know, that oh, might have amazing. been a little too heavy for the first movie. I think, right? Well, yeah, you know, bringing in those characters and 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 that sort of stuff might be too heavy for movie number one. Well, that's why I said it could. I guess technically, it can be argued um, with like the third act of the movie, right? Um, because that that is exactly what happens in RPG. So I guess it could be argued that mm. it was lifted from there, but it definitely felt more like. What was the uh I wouldn't be surprised one of the galaxy movies or something. I wouldn't be surprised that was the case because I mean it, it, this really felt like and by the way, spoiler alert, obviously. Um yeah. but if that wasn't aware. This definitely felt like it was made by fans, which is uh, something I appreciate. And in fact, I, this is my thing is like at the beginning at the very beginning, I um you know, obviously wasn't thrilled about Chris Pratt, nobody was. Um probably not as upset about some people definitely didn't think that was a good choice. And, um, I never would have expected it to be great. Um, but I was definitely got excited after that, tr the one trailer the, with the Mario rap, because I love the super show. I, yes, I grew up watching Mario all-stars, which was the cartoon version of the, the cartoon segments from the super show mixed in with super Mario world. So I never saw live action segments until I was like 15 and I had like sort of a re uh, got interested in the super show again. And I mean, I bought the, I bought VHS tapes like around when I was 15 and like got, got back into it. I've always loved the, the super show. So seeing that 
that felt like, I mean, it's not something that's super obscure or anything, like it's out there, but it is a little bit of a deep cut, because like, the Super Show is more of a thing that like, if you grew up on it, you knew it, but like, you know, otherwise you probably know it for the memes. And that's fair. Just, yeah, that's fair. You know because of Captain Lou Albano, come on. Of course, <laughs> and like, me being a pro wrestling fan is Captain Lou. And obviously people were talking about like how Danny DeVito should have been Mario, which was probably more of a gag. I don't know. But I honestly, I would have liked that a lot because he sounds more like Captain Lou. And to me, that will always be Mario or like maybe, you know, maybe Bob Hoskins, depending on how you stand on the moot and the original. But that's a, that's a, another podcast episode. But yeah, I am. Um, I'm curious to know though. Cause like, like I said, I mean, Rutz, you've, Obviously, Mario RPG is your favorite, and I think, um, and I'm sure you've played, like, the originals and all that stuff, right? Yeah, 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 64. I played World 64. Uh, Brothers? Sunshine. Um, you played Brothers, the, the original? I, I believe, yeah, I believe, uh, I believe so. I don't remember it vividly. The one, weirdly enough, the Mario game that I remember vividly is... Mario's Missing. No, 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 no. Lost no. Levels. Mate, Mario's no, time maybe? machine. No, it, okay, no, it's the, it's the All Stars. It's Mario All Stars on uh the Super Nintendo that yeah. has all a bunch of them in there. I remember playing that one. That well, like, I used to play that at my grandmother's house when I'd go and visit her. Cause until like, two thousand five, you know, all she had was like a CRT TV and uh, an SNES in this like, totally like no window windowless room. I would just sit there on a futon and play this thing. Wow. And I think that was actually my introduction to games now that I think about it. And those were great versions. Like they looked they looked great in 16 bit. Like the, that oh, was, yeah. it was awesome looking. It was a very yeah. cool it was a very cool um package deal. And um I actually have a have a bit of a wreck that I may have wrecked before, but I'm Arr. it will tie into this. But anyway, yeah, no, the um uh yeah, so you so you you grew up playing a, a fair amount of Mario. Like it wasn't just like a casual. Yeah, like you yeah, would, no, you would... I definitely wasn't a casual. Like you know, Mario was prevalent um, pretty much until I jumped into the RPGs, where I was like, I think I jumped into like Wild Arms, mm-hmm. and I remember. We- I know it's not an RPG, but I also weirdly remember playing a lot of Sunset Riders as a kid. Yeah, oh yeah, Sunset, Sunset Riders. Love Sunset Riders. I have Sunset Riders for Super Nintendo. Um, oh, so good. That's the I, so I got the the Genesis version currently, but the the SNES version is the much better version of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got the I got the Super the SNES version um, at a flea, uh, not a flea, at a yard sale with Conker's Bad Third Third Day for like fifteen bucks total. Nice, nice. That was a, that was a, a good, good get. That was a good find. That was like in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. So that was a really good uh, find. Anyway. But yeah, so like, I don't, you know, like, obviously, I don't really, you know, so, so Rutz, how, mm-hmm. how, like, I mean, I assume you don't really play a lot of Mario these days, but like, what you, would you rate? I mean, a, is Mario on Sony? <laughs> exactly. So what would you rate God. the Mario games, like, overall, on a scale of 1 to 10? What, you want a scale of 1 to 10, or you want, like, more of a tier list kind of style, like, A, B, C, D, E, F kind of deal? And we could do, we could say that, you know what, that would be a good future episode that, I'll, would that I'll conduct for you. Overall, but. overall, I'd say, like, a 7 and 8. I'm I'm okay with it. I vibe with it. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm I don't always think intrigued you... by people who, like, what, you know, 
I will catch someone who streams a Mario game or something. And I'll say uh, Galaxy 2, I actually wanted to play. But yeah, Galaxy 2 it, is fantastic. Never it, played it's, it. to, it, it's to the point, though, that it's like, you know, I have to get a whole new console to play one game. Yeah. Eh. No, that's true. I have um I have Galaxy 2, but I just haven't played it yet. But um Okay, so you so it been out for ages. Yeah, it has. I just haven't played say it. It's yet. a Wii game. It is. Okay, no, I, was, but... I was gonna say, I'm not one to judge. I bought um Immortals Phoenix Rising when it, like yeah. not day one, but like the first week when it came out. Yeah. It was it, it was part of a like you know, GameStop, you know, Labor Day thing. You know, buy two games, get one free kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to open it, and it's and sitting in my little games cabinet, completely wrapped still. I mean, I even now have it on the digital version. I still haven't played it either. That so. game's okay. I think it it tries the humor a little too hard, but it's okay. It, it's like a great value Breath of the Wild. You yeah. know, it's trying anyway. I mean, I, I can. Gotta, I got to be in the right headspace for any kind of game like that because, like, right now, um. I mean, I, I talked to Sam about it. I'm playing Graveyard Keeper for those who, who want something kind of like I make Cobb Stardew Valley. It's so much fun. It's one of the only games that it's a problem. I will say that when I look, go and like look up a guide because you know trophy hunt and all that, and the first line is make sure you have the wiki open while you're playing this game. <laughs> That's a never a, a good problem. start. <laughs> but. You know, uh, other than that, it, it, it's a vibe. It's a fun one. Um, and <laughs> I'm playing Meet Your Maker. If y'all, if uh, oh, anyone yeah. else play that, Meet Your Maker is a lot of fun. You know, Rutz, I'll do you one better. I um, I still have a Christmas for like Christmas 2005 or so. I got Jack Two and Jack Three for PS2, and yep. I opened Jack Two because I beat Jack and Daxter. I still have yet to open Jack Three. I still have it sealed. <laughs> Nice, nice. Jack, Jack 3 is pretty good. I think all the Jack games are pretty good. Even I the liked, Jack I, X Combat Racing. I got stuck in Jack 2, and I never, I just never made any, any further progress. Maybe one of these days I should, you know, get back into... Isn't Jack and Daxter getting a movie? I mean, now that the Mario movie's out, and it, you know, it's... Either Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank. One of those two are getting a movie. Ratchet already had a movie. Yeah, that one, that had a movie. Fair point, fair point. But um, anyway, I so anyway, Mario. Yeah, so yeah, Mario. Really, one more. So, like, basically, when the Mario movie was coming out, Rutz, like, how in, intrigued were you? Like, I'm assuming you would have watched it. I was, I was intrigued. I was gonna see it. Yeah, yeah, just for the sake of you know, will this actually you know be decent? You know what I mean? Because I'm always intrigued by the you know the video game movies that come out because you know they're so bad, most of them, that I'm like, one of these has to be good. The Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat movie was pretty decent, though. We're we're in a really interesting time right now where video game movies aren't the worst things ever. Because right. yeah. it, you, you mentioned the, the, the OG Mortal Kombat, which I still hold near and dear to my heart. The recent MK movie, we've discussed it before on this very podcast, mm-hmm. is actually pretty okay. Um, I in didn't fact, like they, are, they are, in fact, now filming the next one. I'll I think they're going to the start one. in May, film the next one. And I speaking can... of that, they're making a new live-action Street Fighter movie, which is in the oh. works currently. So I think we're getting a resurgence. But also, the Sonic movies were both really, really good. They were. So Decent. I, I, well, as far as like video game movies go, like both were really good. I, I recently saw the second one. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think but yeah, we're in a, a really neat space now where video game movies, A, don't suck. 
and yeah. B, they're more and more getting made as its resurgence kind of kicks off. Well, I think I think um, I really do think that, and I, and I've always felt like this that um, video game movies are going to be what comic book movies were, you know, ten five years ago. However, you know, like I mean, even further back when they like, I think Iron Man. It's like, you know, Iron Man really kicked off a new a new era of comic book movies, and I think that's kind of where we are with video games. Yeah, and, I mean, and the Mario movies going to start this Nintendo unit, the, the MCU, of course, because you know they're talking about a Zelda movie, and you know we get into Metroid, you get into oh, maybe Punch Out or something I would like love that. To you see know, a Metroid movie, maybe an F Zero movie, like they're they're a Star Fox movie. You, you, there are so many options that you can do for these movies. Yeah, and I think the the Mario one was the Nintendo's, you know, dipping their toe to see, hey, can we do this? Will people like this? Can we turn this into a cash cow? And then, you know, you'll have uh, the Super Smash Brothers uh, movies will be like the Avengers. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I will, no, I, I, I will say, can we um, can we get a retry, a retry on the Uncharted movie? And instead of that, yeah. have that be adapted into a miniseries like Last of Us? Yeah, so I I, you know, I, Last of I, Us I, kicked ass. Last of Us is amazing. It's Last of Us is amazing. Uh, yeah, I, we, we saw Uncharted maybe like a month or so ago because it was just on and we were bored. And it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Like five I still don't 10. buy Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. I'm sorry, I don't. No, I, like, I don't either. He's a great actor. I, that's nothing against him. And that's just not my Nathan Drake. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at no. all. Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I know I was uh, asking Rutz a lot of questions and kind of I don't want to exclude you because like Jeff, I know... I can. I already know Jeff loved this movie. I I know like he like for him this is a ten out of ten movies. I know Jeff. I know. I know. I could say ten out of ten. <laughs> eight on. out of ten. How about eight out of ten? You know, I, we'll get into that. Okay. So, All finish right, your thought. I will, no, I will say like, hold on, before you guys dive into, I do. I do just want to uh, want to say, you know, who I appreciate and gives who deserves a shout out for his performance in this movie hmm. is Keegan Michael Key. No, Keegan Michael Key as Toad, as Toad, loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I love Key and, and Peele. Jack stole the show. Don't get me wrong; he stole the show. Yeah, but was, I know, yeah, he's we'll the personality to steal the show. You well, know we're, what I listen, mean? we're we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's let's start with like, how did we think overall? And Jeff, let's let's start with you since since I was uh, mining ruts for for so many questions. <laughs> how dare so you? <laughs> so I went with uh, my girlfriend, and uh-huh. you know she's not into video games as obviously much as I am. Um, Jeff, but she nobody, obviously nobody is well, but but she you know she knows of Mario. She's played Mario. You know she she's it, she knows the this this uh, this stuff, and we went to our local Flix brew house, which you don't know is a local place here in Des Moines that used to get uh, food and local beers, and you know it was real comfy chairs. You know, um, hell yeah, yeah, and it was like the, the Wednesday after it got released, so it was still pretty you know a good crowd. And there were, you know, kids there dressed as Mario and Luigi and Peach, and there were a couple of kids that sat behind us, and they were laughing throughout the movie. It was, it was heartwarming to know that this industry that I've devoted uh, basically my life to is still resonating with this generation, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and these characters. I, I bet you that I, I made this bet with with uh, her and my family, but I bet you more people recognize. Mario than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah, probably. 
I mean, Mario really is is our generation's Mickey Mouse. I mean, a hundred percent. I I I, I, say, I I did really enjoy this. I think yeah. the the hour and a half runtime certainly helped. Yes, because it's just after watching John Wick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it doesn't make it a bad movie. It's just like an hour and a half is just an easy breezy mm-hmm. watch because this movie I hate to tell people, but this movie is aimed primarily at kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, it's hard for people to grasp that, but this is ba- this is primarily aimed for kids. But there's enough in it for us old folk to yeah. go. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, that's cool. That for reference, sure. reference. I'm geeking out the entire time because all these references that I'm picking up on. But these kids behind me are losing their minds over the initial dog scene because of how funny that was. So it's <laughs> it's a movie that I yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it really hits on so many levels, no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, Rutz, what did you think? So, yeah, I, I completely do agree with Jeff. Um, there's a like I was I was pleasantly surprised. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah, I, that I I was surprised how hell I even enjoyed it. I think like I really enjoyed most of the first half. I would say because as a princess peach smash player mm-hmm. i liked what they did with peach i liked that yeah. she was kind of a badass and mm-hmm. especially during her wedding i loved that scene with uh, getting the ice flower and yeah. just that's definitely not the shit. first half of the movie by the way no no no. but i'm pivoting like because there, yeah. there's a good chunk in the middle you know in between that section that i'm just like oh there's the damsel in distress that she is you know um, oh yeah yeah but i like i really enjoyed that um, because I felt, you know, especially if you go back and play those early, you know, early Mario movies, you know, like it, I will say the first half of the movie almost felt like it could have been a Peach movie, right? Instead of a Mario movie. Sure. Um, I and feel I, like and that I enjoyed was the first that. half. I feel like that was okay. Pre- okay. Yeah. First <laughs> third was Peach. Second third was Donkey yeah, Kong. Yeah. The last yeah. ending was all Bowser. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Fair thank enough. you. Um, and I did think. I was a little worried Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong was a weird choice for me until I saw the approach they took. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Donkey Kong's kind of a dick. Yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. Squirt, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And I, and I didn't think I'd also appreciate seeing Fire Flower Donkey Kong. That was dope. Yeah, that was neat. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I think just, you know, while we're on this subject, like, top to bottom, I really like the the voice cast overall was was very good. I think let's yeah. another way now like like everyone calm down on the whole Chris Pratt thing. He was fine. He did not take away from the movie. Everyone calm down. He was I mean um, he did a decent job. I mean he did not yeah. do a bad job. It was he was I mean I almost feel like I'm reluctant to say he did a good job because he's just so generic that I don't really want. But I mean he did a I kind of want to say he did a good job. I everybody like yeah, but it was a really it was solid you know, it was solid casting. Yeah, I, I know yeah, I, I all, enjoyed Charlie Day's Luigi. I think I just love Charlie Day in general, mm-hmm. but yeah, him as Luigi, I thought was really good. You know, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, obviously. But yeah, I think I mean, Jack Black stole the show. Like, he, oh, he's perfect for Bowser. And, and that song really... will get stuck in your head the like, for the rest of time. <laughs> and he really, like, didn't sound like Jack Black. I think he did the most, like, his... Like I think maybe he and Keegan uh, Ke- uh, <laughs> Keegan Michael Key I think were the two that that um, I think didn't necessarily they, vote it in. 
No, I wasn't going to say phone it in. I think they did the best job disguising their voices, like actually yeah. playing very different characters, which I think makes a lot of sense for Keegan-Michael Key because he's very, you know, I mean, he did a lot of sketch um, stuff, and so he's just very talented when it comes to doing characters. Yeah, um, I was going to say, Fred Armisen is the only one that kind of irritated me. I was going to oh, say, I heard some, I heard some, uh, some quote-unquote backlash against uh, Fred Armisen's Cranky Kong. Yeah, like he, uh, like he did, like the you know once he got out of Don- the Donkey Kong Kingdom, right, where it wasn't necessarily he wasn't the center, right. Um, then it seemed okay because like when he was first introduced, I'm like, that just sounds really grating, really annoying, and I understand that's also supposed to be part of the character, but I was like, it's just a little much. It was very much, much not what I was expecting, and um, it didn't bother me as much. But like at first, I was like, "Oh, that's not what I would have, what I would have thought for Cranky Con. It doesn't sound right." But um, that was my my friend who uh, one one of the friends I saw it with. He his one complaint was that um, that Cranky Kong wasn't played by Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would have been amazing. That yeah. would have been pretty good. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I guess uh, may, may I uh, cut in and, and for offer. It. So, so basically, you, you man? I um yeah no, I went into this at first thinking that I wasn't gonna like it, and then the the trailer with the Mario rap happened, and I had I, that got my hopes up, and I had a feeling that it was gonna be better than I was expecting. So I you knew it was in the right hands when you saw I knew that. It was like, in, yep, I, people yeah, love I, the material. I knew it was in the right hands, and I was I was very excited for it at that point. And honestly, I didn't think that I would like it as much as I did, but I did think I was, I had a feeling I was going to like it, but I actually wound up liking it a lot. And um, honestly, one of my favorite video game movies, I like it better than Sonic movies. I know, um, I thought they were, the Sonic movies were fine, but this like, I feel like this movie did the most they possibly could have done with a, f- a franchise like Mario, because I mean, obviously Mario is a very colorful and you know creative franchise, but it's it's you know the story wise, it's I mean it's got some interesting creative things going on, but it's it's very there's it, not much there in terms of story. It's your basic you know rescue rescue the princess against the bad guy kind of situation, and um, you know I do uh, yeah I like I like. Uh, I also like how you know what they did with Peach, and I and I especially like the way they they integrated the um. Your, uh, sorry, but the prince is in another castle. Like you knew that line was gonna be in yep. there, but the way they did it was really clever, and I I liked yep. that. Um, I am bummed that Luigi, and, and again, this is not a complaint because I think it works well for the plot, but I am bummed that Luigi got um was the one they had to rescue because obviously. I'm a huge Luigi fan, and you know, um, you know it's same. funny. I was thinking this—that was that when I was watching the movie. I was thinking, "Oh, Sam's not going to enjoy this. That Luigi doesn't get that much of a role." <laughs> that that that, and you know, like, and I get, I listen. I get, I get that. You know, obviously, it makes it makes sense. You don't want to have you know Mario rescuing Peach, but like, couldn't we have Mario rescue Waluigi or something? Like, why did it have to be Luigi? But no, but I mean... it. <laughs> No, but in seriousness, like I, that bums me out. But it's not like it's not a complaint. Like I, I, it, it served the plot well. It makes sense. It motivates Mario, and I really like. I also like um, how how much you rooted for the characters. Like you actually like they gave 
Mario and Luigi. Like they 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 made all the characters you you wanted to root for them. They you wanted to like them. They were they were they they did a good job making everybody likable and making you feel you know um empathize with them and giving mario family which by the way charles martinet playing the dad i didn't realize that that was yep that was cool um and uh yeah it was it was very colorful very fun just a good time it was funny um it was you know i i i enjoyed the story i enjoyed the the beats i loved how they worked everything and i loved how like it was the kong kingdom how like it was the Kong kingdom that had the carts and I really enjoyed the Kongs. I enjoyed like the way they created these different universes. I just liked the way they kind of integrated the Mario lore into a cinematic universe. I think they did a spectacular job with everything, even like the obstacle course, like it, nothing felt forced. Yeah. Um, it was so well done. I, I think it was, I don't think you could have done a Mario movie any better. Uh, the, Oh, I guess one little petty complaint is, and I may be wrong about this, but I don't think Mario ever used the Fire Flower, did he? He had it, but then he got hit, I think. If he I did. Right? I think and so, yeah. I mean, he got to use a lot of others, and I and I, I get, like, their <laughs> the other... cat suit, of all things. I know. Well, <laughs> yes, that was funny. Well, everybody, you know, and, like, everybody loves the Tanuki suit and stuff like that. My favorite's always been the Fire Flower, so I would have liked yeah, to see 100%. him. I, I think they should have had him use the Fire Flower one time. I mean, that if I had to find a complaint, I would say... You know, let him use it as well. You want to see the, you know, the white shirt, hat, and I mean, the red overalls. Yeah, that's why and... I, they did let, you know, they did let Peach use the fire flower to light the campfire. So, oh yeah, yeah, and that's like, I yeah. think that's the thing yeah. of what you know, the nod to the fire flower at least. I, I think what was funny too is, and we'll get to more of the the small things too. It's a real small thing, the fact that Mario. They made Mario not like mushrooms. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was that a real was, funny that touch. Was, that was funny. I again, that. The small, the little subtle things in the movie that I really enjoyed that we'll get into, I'm sure, in a little bit. But one of them was the, yeah. the mushroom thing. Well, that that very much. Have you guys seen the Popeye movie? I don't yeah. think so. No. That very much reminded me of that because, like, in the movie, that's a whole thing where Popeye doesn't like spinach, and so he's kind of force-fed spinach at the end, and that's when he get sort of gets his power. So I thought that was that reminded me of that. But yeah, I also really one thing I too I have to mention that I really love is that they integrated the super mushroom because I wasn't expecting that. That's that's kind of a weird thing that like Nintendo sometimes pretends like the super mushroom never happened oddly enough because it's like, you know, in the in the in the side scrolling platformers that was always like, you know, the the first power up and I always thought that was cool. I liked as a, ever ever since I was a kid I liked it. I thought it was really cool how he started out small and he gets a mushroom and he, and he grows big. Um, they got rid of the super mushroom and the fire flower for that matter when, you know, it went 3D. And again, for a while, those power-ups were kind of nowhere to be found until like, you know, this new Super Mario Brothers kind of reintroduced that. And I'm, and I may be skipping over some things, but, um, do you so think, I, oh, the, do you think the fire flower omission is probably like an, an animation thing? Maybe like, maybe it was, it was just like harder to, no, I, I don't know. It's something like that. That's. It stands out in my mind weirdly enough. I don't know why. No, absolutely. Maybe, maybe Mario is not worthy enough for the for the fire. He can't control that much power in his hands just yet. I hope Arr. it's. Hope, I hope it's in the uh, in the sequel. But either way, like I was, I was surprised that they actually had him grow bigger when he ate the mushroom. I was not expecting that. That's always been sort of a secondary thing in the Mario universe for some reason. So that that pleased me. I will say, like, so I think, I will say, I think I enjoy, would have enjoyed this movie more, right, if I went into it 
more of a fan, right? Because yeah, I I did not I did not go into watching this movie as a fan. I went into it as, okay, I'm at the movies. We're gonna talk about this on the podcast. So let me watch it. That was the mindset I went in with. That's and so yeah. there were multiple beats, right? Where I'm like, okay, that's a nod to this game. The fans are going to be like, this is an obviously like pivot to these fans, right? Yeah. Or like this and this. Hell, for some reason, back to Peach's wedding, that gave me Kingsman vibes at the very beginning of it, and I'm like, I'm down with this. I was like, all right, this is this is getting cool, but. Yeah, like every single note, I'm like, okay, well, there's like the Donkey Kong Mario fight. Like, okay, that's, you know, the, the Smash reference, but then they also have all the girders and things in there. So it's designed like the original, you know, Mario game. I'm like, okay, that's nifty. You know, there's those, all those like little things where I was definitely like picking it apart in my head. I was watching it, which I, if I had just turned my brain off just to enjoy it, I think I would have liked it more. And see, I, I, I as a video game fan and obviously Mario fan. I'm going there looking for references and it just, it kicks off immediately with the, like the very first thing they're in punch out pizzeria, like all the, yeah. all the painting, all, all the photos of like all the boxers and there's a little Mac and there's doc Lewis and there's the duck from duck hunt. And the, there, there's the old man playing the jump man arcade, which I lost my mind at because <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, people don't know that was Mario's original name before it was called Mario. He was called jump man. So originally you, in the, the DK arcade, he was Jumpman before he was renamed Mario. I'll bet you anything that in that in the the Mario universe, Jumpman is the Mario of because like it was kind of oh, sure. weird having him go into his room playing NES, and I'm like, wait, is there a Super Mario Brothers <laughs> cartridge in that? Cl-? Like I can't imagine uh, any world where there's an NES but no Super Mario Brothers. So it had to be he was, like he was playing Final Fantasy. It had to be um, like Super Jumpman Brothers or something. No, it was it was like Go Go Thirteen or something. Yeah, that's. The- but no, and then and then like Luigi's cell phone goes off and it's the GameCube sound, and like again I'm losing oh, yeah. my mind. I'm like, honey, it's the I GameCube, you know. I love that. <laughs> and the, and even the character of Spike from Wrecking Crew, like yep. that's a reference. And and yep. that oh, was, that uh, was Sebastian Maniscalco as the voice of Spike. Wasn't that something that the game theory? Because I know we talked about. I think we may have talked about this on a podcast or something, but. You sent me the game theory, and he thought it was gonna be a musical, and and you know it had the song. It, it, it was yeah, it wasn't necessarily that there wasn't going to it wasn't gonna be a musical, but it was going to have a musical number in it. I thought he and, thought it was gonna be a musical. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it did. I mean, it did have it did have uh, it did uh, feature Spike, um, like he said, yeah, he was and right like, on the nose there. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, with it's hard. To have Jack Black in a movie and not have him sing. It's, He's got, it's just hard. Jack Black has a surprisingly incredible voice. And it's like, you always forget that. But like, you know, because he does a lot of like comedic kind of, you know, kind of his offbeat sort of comedic music. But he has a really incredible singing voice. Hell, P- Pick of Destiny is one of my guilty pleasure movies. And yeah, yeah, yes. And and more speaking more of him, we, we binge watched all of History of the World Part 2. Nice. Um, which there's a it's one there's my first rec for people. If you haven't watched that, go binge watch that. It's hilarious. Oh, I've heard. Um, yeah, his his song in that was also fantastic. Okay, I didn't know he was in that. Interesting. I still need to see he, part one. He plays Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um. Oh, I do. You know what? I have another. I have another complaint. Actually, where were the okay. Scapelli brothers? 
Come on, Jeff. At least you you get that, right? No, what are you talking about? The Scapelli brothers from uh, or I don't know if it's the brothers, the Scapellis or Scapelli. Remember that was from the the original Super Mario Brothers movie when uh, that like that's Mario and Luigi's rival. Uh, no, we, we all know. We, we, yeah, we, we all know that. Reference that ever again? Yeah, we all. Nintendo is like that movie does not exist. Hey, yeah. I still like the original Super Mario Brothers movie. All right, I, I, talk about guilty pleasure. Sure, like, I, but I've not seen that in maybe. 15, 20 years at this point. I think the thing is that if it wasn't... Oh, I was a, two when that came out. Goddamn. <laughs> I think it was, you know, if it wasn't a Mario movie, I think people would have liked it better because it is kind of a... It's it's a weird movie that's kind of like its own thing. So it's... It's I definitely an of-its-era type movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. I like I like the Mario movie. And then you've got... Uh, and then you've got the, uh, the the anime movie that came out in 1986, which also Mario is playing a Famicom in that. So I guess it's, you know, similar thing going on there. Mario's a gamer. OK, it's confirmed. Yeah. And, and, you, and you look in, <laughs> in, in this movie, you look in Mario's room, he's got posters of like the, the Blue Falcon from F-Zero. He's got a replica R-Wing from Star Fox on his dresser. He's got like a Kung Fu poster from the game Kung Fu. Like they they just show. And I think like, at some point Kid Icarus was in the movie and. Like they, there, there's just it's just it's littered. Like at the end fight, you see like part of the storefront. I forget what the store actually was, but the logo is the Famicom Disk System logo. Oh, cool! And like I'm sitting there, like hitting my girlfriend, like hey, it's the Famicom Disk. She has no idea what I'm talking about. I think you <laughs> but, probably noticed more than I did. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm looking around for all these references. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind at all of these references. And they go into the the first house. They go into to fix their plumbing. Like there's a the mosaic um poster on the, or not the poster but like this painting in the back is the dog from duck hunt um so that was awesome to see but yeah there's just throughout the entire thing just so many references that we would pick up on and it was just cool how they integrated not only obviously mario but like the nod to smash bros the nod to obviously the big nod to mario kart you're, you're driving on rainbow road for crying out loud oh that was great i love <laughs> like that. that was that was an awesome scene when they're just driving on those on their carts was so good and the dk rap the dk rap was in the oh yeah it's so yeah it it was such a good movie that honestly i will probably buy it when it comes out and that's not something i often do with a new movie um and they're they're set up well for a sequel i mean there's kind of course you know i don't want to get to the ending now but obviously there's the the post-credit scene that that leads you to us to believe that hey here comes a a sequel where they can explore more of a story that was kind of the everyone's biggest complaint about this movie is the fact that the, the the plot is so thin stretched across an hour and a half and you know there is some merit to that for sure like the whole point I mean, the whole movie is koopa taking over the mushroom kingdom and loving peach that's, that's that's the whole plot of the movie but that's i mean that's what else can you do i mean that is right, that, right. The, and and the fact but i mean i think for what for what it is i think it was still a i think it was a compelling story regardless like i i like and you know i think they did that by making mario and luigi very likable characters you want to root for and all you know you you enjoyed the the ensemble cast you enjoyed all the other characters they were engaging and you know they created they built such a a such a an imaginative world that you really enjoyed being in that it was a good journey along the way and i think an hour an hour and a half is the right length for this type of movie for that type of plot i think you can then go into like a two-hour movie for the next one but an hour and a half, I think, was the most you could get out of. You could ring out of this initial, initial story. Oh, and can we also have a moment to appreciate the Luigi's Mansion, like the quick, 
nod to Luigi's Mansion with like the sort of the subtle musical theme and like him wandering through the woods with the flashlight. Oh yeah, I did. I and, did like, love that. That was good. And I, I like the fact that they, they had the whole like side scrolling one one when they're getting to work. Like and that was just <laughs> yeah. one one, and you know jumping on the flagpole to end it, and and then they go down into the sewer and they say it just says one two. Like <laughs> like that was That's... just really cool. Oh, it's so uh, I was great. just looking. I was just looking up some uh, some references because I had a thought um, of what one uh, Nintendo property that I didn't see, but I was like, they had to have a reference to it, and so it turns out it did, and I just missed it. But Pikmin, um, huh? Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I wouldn't so have thought of that, went, but yeah. So what? Because Miyamoto like has always like been very fond of Pikmin, so I assumed yes. that they would have some kind of nod in the movie. Did he have and any so, involvement in Pikmin? Aside I'm, from his, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure why. I just remember him talking about Pikmin in interviews for some weird reason. Pikmin's great. Um, but because I I do remember playing a lot of Pikmin. Um, a lot of the first Pikmin when it came out. Yeah, same. That oh, was it? GameCube because GameCube was my Nintendo console. Easy, right? Yeah. But um, yeah. In the uh, in the scene at that first apartment when they're fixing the apartment and you know everything's going wrong in the bathroom and they cut down to the owners in the uh in the living room um they have a there's a pikmin statue like on you know as a decoration in the in the room and then one of them is reading a book uh that has galaxy and has the the world on the on the, on it so it's supposed to be like yeah. super mario galaxy and pikmin in the same scene which i think is really cool yeah so i'm cool. looking at this article too and this, this article here is showing the references and yet not only was it the gamecube ringtone for luigi yep. but the caller id was a me <laughs> which is which is pretty cool yeah, no, I, I, it's something that I will probably watch it again. Um, God, I don't want to get I mean, a GameCube I, now. You should get a GameCube, but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a great movie. What can I say? I, I do hope that uh, as far as sequels, I do want there to be a Luigi's Mansion because I think we need, they, it, in sequels, or at least a spinoff, they need to make up for the lack of Luigi. There needs to be more Luigi in the next movie. We need a Luigi's yeah. Mansion HBO miniseries. And, yeah, and we need. I, I would, I would watch the hell out of that. Are you kidding me? And I want, <laughs> I want there to be Wario. I want Wario to be, which I, I think Wario will. Who knows about Waluigi? I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo never put Waluigi in any of these movies. And I don't really I, care one way or the other. I know people go crazy for they Waluigi. Have to for the memes. You know, I, I wouldn't expect a Wario Waluigi until like the third movie. Um. Oh, also reference here the the Ludwig von Koopa piano. I thought was really good. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. that was good. The name of one of his the, the Koopa kids. I honestly, I would be surprised if Waluigi ever made it into a movie. I think Wario. I think you could. I think that um, there's actually like if they went off and did like a Super Mario Land series and did like Super Mario Land Two, where Wario is the villain, that could be interesting. Because I mean, that's. Like the whole thing about Wario is that he like some some people think that they're related, but they're like Wario was actually just like this neighborhood creep who was jealous of Mario growing up. And oh, speaking of which, by the way, the baby Mario and baby Luigi references yes. were, were incredible. Love that. That was, yes, that was adorable. That was great. Um, yeah, th- this is definitely a movie made by fans of the games. But um, yeah, yeah. So like you could even get into some like I mean, if you wanted maybe a somewhat deeper story. Not to say that the Mario Land games have a, a deeper story, but I, I mean, you could go into that sort of back background of the history between Wario and Mario as like, you know, neighborhood ri- neighbor rivals. And like, I always found that interesting too, because like, obviously, I don't really like Mario 
that much as a character. I I like Luigi and Wario. Um, although I I did I liked Mario in this movie. What can I say? Um, and I and you know I got to give it credit because I'm usually not a huge Mario fan. But um, you know when you I always kind of I mean I know that like Wario steals the castle from Mario, but who's who is Mario to have a castle? Why does Mario have a castle? And you Why know why does Wario's, an Italian plumber have anything? <laughs> <laughs> he's just Wario's just like this. He's also good at every sport he ever plays. <laughs> he is very he is very athletic. I mean, if, if the movies taught us anything, but yeah, no, like Wario, you know, he was just a poor, jealous guy who you know wanted a castle of his own, so he stole it from Mario, and then Mario kicks him out, and then you know he goes off on his own adventure, finds a statue, and then Mario steals it from him. <laughs> so, I, like, I, I, I just I just realized how much I see you in Wario, like a taking down like in the Mario universe. Mario is the capitalist pig, and you're taking him down. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Take yeah. down the hero. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I um, yeah, for sure. So I, I do want that. I think that would be cool if they ever did like a Mario Land series because the Mario Land levels are very fun too, and like I love the music in those games. Um, yep. Especially the first one, but um, I'm gonna talk about Wario real quick. But before I do, the one more reference I wanted to mention was before I forget was the Pauline reference. Yeah, oh, yeah. she was on she's on the newscast like giving perfect. her eyewitness account of what was happening yeah um, yeah I, and you instantly recognize her too yeah go ahead. yeah uh, what i want from wario uh which by the way folks pauline was the the damsel you saved in, in, the, in the og donkey kong uh, mm-hmm. arcade game also the mayor in super mario odyssey of mm-hmm. new donk city well, that's true huh yeah um Anyway, Wario. I want a Wario spinoff movie. I want I want a Wario where like movie, That'd like where awesome. he's creating video games. You get your backstory on like his love of garlic and like, his Super Wario get up and like I want that before introducing him into the main canon. I want to I want to care about Wario in his day job <laughs> before. So you want to him and his little his, his band of misfits and like Ashley and all and eight bit or sixteen volt and, and and all them before. So you're you're starting you're starting Wario in your head canon. You're starting Wario as like a prequel to the Wario Land games. Like this goes yeah. before. So like he starts this game company and maybe it goes under, and that's why he tries to steal Mario's castle because he's like, you know, he's always lived in Mario's shadow, or I don't know Mario, but he's always been jealous of Mario, and like he he was like had this semi successful business that you know something went awry and he lost all his money, so he he has a he has a breaking point and he steals Mario's castle. That, that could be kind of interesting. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I, that, I, I can't argue with yours. I mean, I could go either way. Like, you know, if they wanted to start off, like, with the Mario Land, as Mario Land movies and, like, have, have Wario go on his adventures and then finally settle into Wario where, or, you know, the way you propose it could be fascinating as well. Yeah, I'm down with either. Well, I, I think where, where Nintendo goes from here... You know, obviously they're they're setting up for a Mario sequel because of the uh, the post credit scene. Here's the biggest spoiler: is that there's they show a Yoshi egg attaching. So didn't that, they, that's they showed? It. it was weird though because they they showed they were Yoshi's, Yoshi's in the movie. Yeah, yes. they showed Yoshi's before that. So like seeing that, I thought that that post credit sequence was a little bit of a. I wonder though, looking at the, like, did you, were there any green Yoshi's? And then you have the main Yoshi. I mean, granted, yeah, the next movie is gonna have it's gonna have are Yoshi, the Yoshi everyone knows and loves. But I mean, yeah, the that one that everybody like, killed in the valleys. Yeah, I think that would have been I, that would have. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like a really surprising kind. It's the kind of, you know, 
um, post-credit sequence you would expect. Um, I actually was kind of hoping it would be something with like Wario or something, but either way, it was the kind of thing you'd expect, but also the fact that they already showed Yoshi's before, it almost felt like, oh, this is like, you know, like, are like too late like we already you know we already saw the yoshis i'm not you know i don't know but, but i wonder if it's like th- like this is this is the yoshi that i'm like, sure it is i'm certain but, yeah but i don't think the next thing that nintendo does is a mario movie i think they're gonna go into like zelda or they're gonna yeah, go into like, another property before coming, before coming back into mario they're probably gonna do something yeah. else now they dip their toe in and i believe this movie's already the best uh the best performing video game movie of all time at the box oh, office no doubt yeah i mean it's, yeah, I'll say, that's not a surprise i mean it's broke i think it's broken some records beyond that like i think it uh i think it had a it was like a record-breaking like movie for april or something like that like it beat batman v superman or something i don't know that's something i thought i saw somewhere but um, say, i'm looking up right now what is the and it's already so number one, the Mario Brothers movie at seven hundred forty-eight million dollars worldwide. Mm-hmm. The the closest one, number two, is the Warcraft movie, which I will say I oh. liked the Warcraft movie. I, 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 was great, I, but I liked I, it. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm and surprised. And that was like four hundred four hundred thirty-nine million. So so it is three hundred million less than what this has already made, and this movie just came out. <laughs> I didn't even know the, like, I mean, I know the Warcraft movie came out, but that was something that, like, I don't even think, I'm surprised because, like, I don't even remember it coming out. Like, I kind of know it, it, it came did, and went, but for sure. Yeah, it was like, it, that's, that's strange. I mean, I never and saw it. For the, the rest of the list, number three was Pokemon Detective Pikachu. That was a good at movie. Yeah, like 433 million. Uh, fourth was Rampage at 428, which I never saw yeah. that one. Hmm. And then. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 came in at 5th with uh, That's really surprising. I, I would have thought that. Although I guess that also came out like, you know, it was still kind of post-pandemic sort of See, settling into. Rest, yeah. So, so here's so here the records that uh, Mario the Super Mario movie broke. Um, so it, I will say it kind of cheated by being released on a Wednesday. Um, but yeah. it was the, uh, the largest five-day extended opening. So, um, it made five in the first five days. It made two hundred four million dollars. Wow! Yeah. It was also the biggest mo- uh, opening for twenty twenty three so far, the biggest opening for a video game movie, uh-huh. and the biggest worldwide opening for an animated film. Interesting. Which is kind of su- well, you know what? It's kind of surprising, but uh... Uh, in in contrast, the original Bob Hoskins John Leguizamo Mario movie. Is the forty sixth highest ranked <laughs> grossing worldwide with thirty eight with uh, out of fifty. Or they they show the top fifty um, with thirty eight million dollars made yeah. in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, look, when it, when it comes down to it, like I think we we kind of summed it up best. We're like we all enjoyed this movie for, for from different points of view. I think you know Sam and I are, as being the big geeks when it comes to this. Uh, to, to this uh, material and, and Russ is as just like a casual observer of this sort of stuff. Like we all really enjoyed it. And like, as I mentioned, like this, I think this hits on so many high notes for not only kids where it's targeted to, but us fans who picked up the references, who like, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And thank you for that wink and nod. But also it was a, it was a good story. It was a fun time. It, it's a fun movie. It's not going to, you know, win Oscars or, 
you know, it, it's not going to be the best thing you ever see in your life. It's not going to 10 out of 10 movie by any means, but you know, I, I would say you no know, 7.5, eight on the fact that I just had a really good time watching this movie. And that's what movies are supposed to do is to make it and movies and video games are just supposed to be fun. And this movie was at its core fun. Yeah, it really was. Um, and, and I got to say too, like, you know, you, you, those who are listening, you probably know, know me at this point a little bit. Like I'm, I'm a bit like, I'm, I'm no fun. Like I, like I'm, I'm always ready to like, you know, I'm the kind of person who's like, Oh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm usually the naysayer, but I thought, I thought it was great. Huh. That made a lot less money than I thought. Okay. That'll be, that'll be a tangent for later. Um, okay. Well then here's my question mm-hmm. before we get to, you know, recommendations and all that. So I know you guys have kind of teased it already, but if you had, if Nintendo was like, let, let's say just all of a sudden Nintendo is like, anyone can use any of our, our properties. Okay. Hmm. What okay. is your, what is your dream Nintendo series franchise? What do you, if you had the, if you had the money and you wouldn't have to worry about copyright, what would you do with the, the with Nintendo's properties? How would, what would you do with it? Would you make a movie? Would you make a series? What would you, what would, what would you do? What's your dream? Project? Oh my gosh. I, I, I have, I have two off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on. I think I would want a a Netflix series produced or directed by Peter Jackson for Legend of Zelda. All right, yeah, that's a vibe. Okay. I'm not, I'm down. Um, I, have I, some I, I probably because I have Witcher on the brain right now, and that works so well as a Netflix series. I think there's a lot of stories within the Zelda universe that you could tell with a Netflix series or or you know whatever a whatever streaming service series. All right, yeah. yeah. I would then also want a. J.J. Abrams, uh, unless he's doing my Mass Effect movie, uh, I want J.J. Abrams to do a Metroid movie. Ooh. I, I, yeah, I do want to see a Metroid movie. I think that'd be great. Right, though, I think, uh, I don't know, I think I'd rather see Ridley Scott do a Metroid movie. He did. He's called Alien. <laughs> I, that's, what, but that's what I mean. You know, no, I'd like I, him, I, I, liked, I think I'd like him to do an actual Metroid movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm signing with Rutz on this. I think I'd prefer Ridley Scott hell, over J.J. Um, Abrams to <laughs> Or hell, uh, oh shit! Um, Alfonso Cuarón would make an interesting uh, uh, Metroid movie. Okay, I think I, I, that's thinking. That's me thinking gra- in gra- in terms of gravity. What if the okay. What if the Wachowskis, instead of Speed Racer, made F Zero? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Just hell yeah! I am so down with yeah, that. Yeah, that would be that would oh. be that'd be fun. Would, what you could do too is in, in the Metroid universe, you could also then that's how you introduce Star Fox, and then those you two know, can kind of get together out. Those two franchises can can mesh out in space. You know, you know what I would do is I would, I would um, give the whoever is doing a Fox in space, I would give that person the funding and the resources to make a movie. Like, like first to do, you know, complete the miniseries, because like, I don't know if you guys have seen A Fox in Space, but I only saw the first episode, but apparently, like, I think it's all traditionally animated, or like, I don't know if it's traditionally, but it's, it's like, it it's definitely has like an old school feel to it. Um, and there's definitely some digital stuff in it, but I think it's done more traditionally, at least, than, you know, um, it's certainly not flash animation, let's put it that way. But yeah, it's it's got like a really cool, really cool sort of gritty kind of 
almost like a 70s feel to it. And um, again, I watched the first episode and the second episode released not long ago. And I think it's like 40 something minutes. I got to spend some time and like set aside some time, rewatch the first one and then watch the second one. But the thing is, is that like it, this stuff, it's really well done. I mean, everything from like the style and like the, the voice acting and the, the everything about it. But like, I think this, the person who's doing it is animating all themselves. And it's... Uh, and we know you appreciate that. Which I do appreciate. But also the second episode has been in the works for like, I think uh maybe 10 years now so like as much as i appreciate the solo endeavor like i i think it's such a good thing that i would like to see more of it so like having you know having it backed and like getting the support that they needed to like maybe turn it into a movie that would be awesome okay all right john Um, woo's john woo's kid icarus Hell, that, I'm down. Let, let's bring the chaos. I am so down. Oh my god! Um, you know, I think I think uh, Splatoon. I mean, that's one of the newer Nintendo properties. It would be cool to see because there there's actually some interesting lore there, and it deals with like it kind of it kind of like you know deals with like evolution and like how the these see like there there's a lot of interesting story buildups to where like you know the the mammals land mammals have sort of died out and so like the ocean creatures have evolved and taken over so that's kind of a cool thing i'd like to see explored in the film oh what if what if they do i, I don't know who's directing directing the uh, fast x but if they after fast x is done they we get a excite bike movie <laughs> you're getting yeah. into the deep cut now I love Excite Bike. That first game is so good. I think I, I me personally, I'd rather have a Gumshoe movie. Uh, <laughs> okay, there we go. No, in okay. all seriousness, though, if we're going with like sort of the old black box games, a balloon fight. I want to see a balloon fight movie. Sure, I yeah. love balloon fight. That game is so much fun. Do like a, a DreamWorks or stuff like I, I do it in the style of Up, and it's balloon fight. <laughs> yeah, or just you know, let Illumination seem to do. You know, they did a good job. Yeah. Mario. you know, I, I trust them with yeah. other. Nintendo, you know, black box games at the very least. Deep golf. cuts can we? They'll make yes. they'll make golf the movie. Where's a deep cut can we get into? I mean, I wasn't uh, was it GoGo Thirteen? That was a Nintendo property, wasn't it? Well, that was based on anime though. Yeah, yeah old Vic Tokai. An anime though. True. I, I it would be it would be really funny if they like adapted some of those like early sports games like tennis and and ten yard fight pinball man pinball. Yeah. Oh just, lord, like, super generic, but oh god. I want Nintendo and Hudson to get together and make a Bomberman movie. I just thought I just thought of a great way to do pinball. It's, I actually it's as a remake of Cube, <laughs> but they have to solve puzzles in order to move from room to room as the pinball chases them. <laughs> I just I just, okay, you fail, okay. the pinball will just run them over and kill them. And then that becomes faceball. <laughs> exactly, the Perfect. pinball becomes a faceball. <laughs> I do want to say I actually like. I don't think that, and again, maybe that's just me remembering my childhood self a little too much, but I don't think that a Bomberman movie would be bad because from what I remember, the like original story is that they, they were like these robots that were like, they were these like um, ballistics robots or, or whatever you call it, like who would, you know, just, they were, they were working in caverns to like blow up and, and create caves and, and, and mine for resources or whatever. And they like, basically Bomberman is trying to escape to the surface. One of those. So I, I, that could be kind of a cool story. As long as it's not based on act zero. 
<laughs> which is one of the worst games ever. Bomberman, Bomberman X-Zero. X-Zero for the Xbox oh. 360. Oof. Um, I'm, I'm sure they've made Bomberman anime. Oh, Probably. yeah, 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 they, ha- they have. Uh, and it, I think they've made two. I've seen one of them. It was really bad, like really bad. And uh, speaking of, so one of my dream projects, because it wasn't like I have an idea in my brain that um, was what prompted the question. But as you were going through it, so there's an anime I'm watching. And people, if you've seen it, don't judge me because <laughs> it's one of those. Um, it's called Birdie Wing, and it is golf the anime. Okay. <laughs> and I'll give you an idea, it is amazing. Um, it's a little suspicious right now because it's it was pitched as like these two girls are pros. One comes from like a traditional golf background. The other one is like underground golf where people play golf and can get killed from golf. Wow. It, it, you got to watch it. It's actually really that, entertaining. That actually kind of sounds interesting. I, I'm, yeah. I'm... It, 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 like it, they made golf interesting even though i like golf but they made it super interesting yeah and so it's just you think oh it's like maybe a drama or it could be even more of a comedy i guess no it's written in the style of a shonen so they will one of the main characters uh has guns or she was or she has bullets for all of her shots so if she wants to lob it over a green it's called a green bullet where she will slam it into the grass and bounce it all up and around and it's just it's very chaotic think like dragon ball z style animation like yo there's a name for every single attack every single everything but in the world of golf that kind of sounds awesome i'm i still gotta watch chainsaw man though before but oh watch chainsaw man way before birdie wing obviously i have to yeah i would like to see that kind of style like a over-the-top action shonen for golf in the world of Mario Golf, I think that'd be so much fun. I, I mean, the, the, the most recent Mario Golf kind of had that going for it, where it was like a little over the top. And of course, you had the Waluigi, you know, dressed like a pimp. Of course, of course. Yes. But, but the, uh, my, the, the, the actual project I'd want is I want a Squid Game style Mario Party series. That'd be great. I would love Mario Party. Give me something movie. gritty and dark. Let make let's make Mario Party a death game. They're never gonna make a Mario Party movie, but that would be so any much fun. any Mario Party like even the real world Mario Party is like with your friends is a death game. Exactly. That's true. It's That's not true. that what it's not that far off. Like I keep looking at um I watch a lot of uh uh corridor digital you know VFX breakdowns and stuff, and they have a series where they go in and like hyper violence you know like avengers and things like that and like it, this would be a web series that you know you just get some v- vfx or some um animators that just want to destroy things and make a hyper violent mario party game i would be so down <laughs> i would but, i would bankroll i would make sure everyone is flush with cash on that. and then they would finally they would finally have uh waluigi make his first appearance in that and then he would instantly get murdered like he would just, exactly like he would he would suffer a violent death and like in the first like five minutes his oh yeah, his, his first yes. and only line is yep as soon as you make, ah, a, soon you make a mario as soon as you make a mario party move then you get in the crash bash and sonic shuffle and then fusion yep. frenzy and then it's over i love uh sonic shuffle that's my speaking favorite of, speaking mario of party weird knock, weird knock things to pivot to sonic uh did either one of you just before we um, close out the episode, did either one of you play uh, Sonic's um, 
uh, April Fool's uh, game. Oh, that I, came out I, with. I, it's, it's on my Steam account. I want to check it out. It, no, I, I even watch know about it. I've been watching someone play it, and it's so much fun. So it, it's, it's a, a free thing, like, like, like Sonic is murdered or something like that? Yeah, it's a murder mystery on a train. So think, uh, Ag- what's the Agatha Christie novel? That's a murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Sonic characters. Huh, weird. And, uh, yeah, they're, the, the premise is they're having a uh, murder mystery party for Amy's birthday. And uh, it's, like, done in the style of a graphic novel. It's, it's really entertaining. Okay. It's called The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. All right. That, there's my wreck. And Everyone it's free. else give a wreck. Uh, right. It's free. So go play it. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give a wreck. Um, and this is something I... Ruts, let me know if I've wrecked this before, because I think there's a chance I may have wrecked this before. But I think it, I mean, it is... We've got 140 episodes. I'm pretty sure we've double-wrecked some by this well, point. Well, all right. So I think this ties in because, um, you know, the Mario movie came out, and, uh, you know, people may be interested in some, you know, more video game history stuff. And um, there's... Uh, oh, yeah, and this tied into what we were talking about Super Mario All-Stars earlier. So there's a channel that I really like called GTV. Um, I think it's GTV Japan. And uh, this this guy puts out videos like once or twice a month, um, and uh, they're very well made. And it's kind of like, I, for those of you, are you guys familiar with uh, the gaming historian? Yes. So I kind of say he's like close to like he's he's in this in a similar realm as gaming historian. Maybe not quite as like you know, you know, maybe not quite as professional and and and. Like gaming historian makes like really high quality like stuff you could see on like television or whatever. Um, and his stuff is like GTV stuff is very good too and like very very well researched. But like he, this is a guy who uh, like an American who lives in Japan, so he he does a lot of like deep dives into video game history, largely from a Japanese focus a little bit more. Like he does like a lot of a lot more like Japanese history and culture and like some you know. Of course, you know, like he'll do other things that are more on a broader scale. Like, you know, he he had a uh, he did a video. I think he did a video about the Mario All Stars game, but um, he did one about like the history of Super Mario Brothers three and Super Mario World or something like. He's done one of those anyway, and like that kind of you know deep dives a lot from like what was happening in like Nintendo Japan, obviously, but also discusses things that are happening in Nintendo America and other things like that. Um, there's another. But like it's not just you know from a Japanese focus or anything like like he he kind of he he picks really fascinating subjects like he did one episode about um this Nintendo this Nintendo magazine from Mexico that kind of became I think like the official Nintendo publication in Mexico and so he kind of does like a little a little deep dive into that and talks about the guy who started it and like how he became pretty big with nintendo and all that stuff like that um he he has one episode about like how uh steve wozniak had the highest high score in uh game boy tetris uh for you know back in the nintendo power days and then like he does um oh my god i remember nintendo power oh yes and then like he does um that out of my memory play with power (laughs) and and again like he does some really deep dive stuff like he actually he was able to, uh, did a lot of deep research to figure out the, the actual um, release date of Pac-Man for Atari, which was unknown before his video came out. So um, That's cool. Yeah, and then he also did this thing, uh, this one video, this is the last video I'll talk about, where um, 
he uh again he kind of he did a lot of research and, and presented a real like a 40 minute video about like this this festival that took place in in japan uh, in the late 80s which is the festival that was part of doki doki panic like that's why that, that game was made as part of that festival i don't remember what it was called but it was like this like i forgot doki doki panic was a thing i think it was like either a six month thing or maybe like a two year thing or i don't know but it was this big like this big expo that was just going on for a very long time it was supposed to be about like things you know like future technology and things like that so definitely gtv japan really good stuff on that guy's channel nice all right, well, since we've all given rec, uh, the both of us have given recs. Jeff, you want to give a rec? <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll give a rec in the video game world. And actually, <laughs> I'm going to pick this up. I'll keep it Nintendo. I'm picking this up. Once we get done with this podcast, I'm going to pick it up. Nice. The uh, nice. Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp is out on Switch. And oh, yeah, I just saw that. Has been getting rave reviews from, from those I have seen. Uh, if you don't know, it's the, it's the remakes of Advance Wars 1 and 2 in the GBA giving it a new coat of paint as well as local and online multiplayer. Very so, cool. And it's, it is the full price. So get, you know, it's the full 60, not the full 70 that Zelda will be mind you, <laughs> but uh, it's the full $60. So get used to, so get ready for that, but it has been getting really good reviews and I'm looking forward to playing that recommend that uh, in while you're waiting for a couple weeks for tears of the kingdom to come out. And then if you're me, we're about a month and a week or so away from Street Fighter Six, which at that point, my life, uh, as I know it, will probably cease to exist because I'll be busy playing all of Street Fighter Six. All right, so can we, we gotta get, get. Can we get an? Can we get an Advance Wars uh, ver- version of Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> so, Rats, you know, we gotta Band of Brothers. There you go. There you go. Yeah, HBO <laughs> series Advance Wars Band of Brothers. Rats, we gotta get um, Jeff on. Uh, on for next the next few weeks until um until Street Fighter comes out so that way we can <laughs> stockpile all his episodes. Oh, don't even get me started. We have now recorded so far in advance. Uh, uh, mind you, people, there there are some like you obviously will be getting the ones that are more like, you know, t- not time sensitive, but you know what I mean, relevant. I guess you could say. Um, that hell just that's my biggest thing now is I'm sitting there like. I'll go and start putting everything in order, and I'm like, "Crap, I messed up the episode order again." <laughs> Every week, because I keep, you know, there's so many little data points I got to put in to make sure everything gets right that I keep messing it up. Ah, uh, well, that's that's why we're failing as a podcast because of you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yes, yes, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about, I mean this is like over an hour, so this is a de- this is a hefty one. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm Jeff. I'm glad that you were able to come on and uh, likewise. I'm glad you, yeah, since it's been it's definitely been a minute, so I'm uh I'm thrilled uh it to has. chat with you again. Thank always, you always, for having me. I appreciate it. We're always, always happy to but... have you. Always, always, uh, always a delight. You know, I will always be available for my boys. Yay! <laughs> excellent, excellent. And uh, a shout out to uh, Doc and Dave Barry. They weren't able to make it for this one, but um, we're always. They, they don't get a shout out. Doc they does. Able to no, no, Doc. Doc does. Not David. <laughs> oh, we got to we got to okay. single out David at least, and and plus Doc was a maybe at least. So fair, fair, fair point. All right, then she can she she can have a shout out. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys like you know like rate share the episode. You guys know what to do at this point. I mean, I, like I said, I think 
I may have overshot when I said this is like 140, but we're we're getting there. So, um, again, hope you guys enjoy, and we will catch you next week. And if and and don't forget, yeah, join the Discord, or else I'll kill Jeff. <laughs> That's a new threat. That that is. Yeah. Uh, I am no longer aggressive. here for the boys. <laughs> oh, I'm taking, Lord. taking right. my right. threats to a new here. level. No. <laughs> We're out of here before the threats increase anymore. Bye. I'll kill Rots too. <laughs> well, <laughs> that might not be a bad thing. <laughs> oh, God, no. Okay, so, hey, Brendan here. We're not talking to you like podcast host right now. You know, we're just here hanging out what? in the ad break with you. Well, wait, why do you, why do you sound like you're about to give the drug talk to your kids? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. It's, that is, you yeah. don't do drugs. Instead, you don't. We're, we're, cons- <laughs> we're concerned with our, our listeners right now. You're, we know you're doing drugs, and drugs are bad. <laughs> Don't do them. We're, we're... Oh, God. Instead of doing drugs, you you, you, know, you should just like, rate, and share. <laughs> that should be your addiction. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this, this went off the rails. I'm okay with it. That, is so, that was so good, though. That is That should be it. All right. All right. Make sure. That yeah, needs... we'll, we'll catch. We'll be right back with the actual episode. <laughs>